0: So for this exam, to be successful, you have to know the OSI model. That means you have to know every layer and what happens at every layer. Uh, know routing protocols and port numbers, OSPF, RIP, what is port 80, what is port 443, all the stuff we've been talking about. I uh, got to know about wireless troubleshooting and troubleshooting as a whole. So just knowing the troubleshooting methodology and just, if something goes wrong, how do you fix it, what do you do? so on and so forth. Troubleshooting is going to be 98% of the test. So pretty much something's broke. How do you fix it? It's going to be some foundational stuff, but most of it is going to be troubleshooting stuff, issues that arise, and how you actually um, prevent those or actually fix them. Wire and wireless standards, malware detection, and prevention. So how to actually detect viruses and bad stuff and how to prevent them from actually coming onto your network. Again, let's go ahead and get to some questions and some answers. So on the left-hand side, we have some routing protocols. On the right-hand side, we have some definitions. So what do we think matches up? We got RIP, EIGRP, OSPF, and ISIS, ISIS, or ISIS, however you want to say it. What definition on the right goes with the routing protocol on the left? If you have a couple seconds to look at this, then we're going to come up with the answer. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So the answer is OSPF, metric of cost, width, distance vector, carries a distance, is-is, less popular link state protocol, and EIGRP is a Cisco proprietary hybrid protocol. All right, what are the layers of? OSI and TCPIP model. I'm not gonna give you any time. You should know this. OSI model on the left, TCIP model, TCP IP model on the right. We should already know this. Be we well versed in uh, both models, particularly the model on the left. All right, what are the rules called that are used to govern network communications? What do we think? Perfect, protocols, good. What PDU is found at the transport layer? What protocol data unit is found at the transport layer? What do we think? A segment, perfect, and then everything above that turns into data. Which model listed below allows for centralized administration and a network environment and provides for easier enforcement of security within the network? Give you guys a couple seconds. Client server, just remember the client server, the key word was centralized administration, centralized administration. Remember there's no administration and a peer-to-peer. A and B don't even make sense as the answers for this question. What layer of the OSI model is responsible for compression and encryption of data? Perfect presentation. Easy, easy, rocking through this. What layer of OSI model is responsible for opening, closing, and managing communication between source and destination applications? Don't think too hard on this one. Perfect session is responsible for. What is the most common central device used today to connect computers to a network? What do we think? Easy. Switch. So inside your network, that's the most central device that's going to connect everybody inside that network. Uh, what model was used to describe how data communication occurs between hosts? Don't think too hard about this one. What's one of the most significant models that we talk about and talk about again and again and again and over and over again? Perfect. The OSI reference model shows you how data travels from me to you. Which layer in the OSI model do MAC addresses and switches use? Easy. That look good. Which protocol do you use as a transport protocol for a video application? Easy, perfect. UDP, easy. What are the seven layers found in the OSI model in order? Remember on the test, we always go from bottom to top, from bottom to top. So, what are they in order? Easy, perfect. Physical, data link, network, transport, session, presentation, and application. What device is used to protect one network from another? By filtering packets. Don't think too hard on this one. What do you think? Easy. Great. Firewall. Joe, a network technician, is setting up a DHCP server on a LAN segment. Which of the following options should Joe configure in the DHCP scope in order to allow hosts on that LAN segment using dynamic IP addresses to be able to access the internet and internal company servers? Select three. So This question right here wants to reflect or show you some questions that may be presented on the actual exam. So Some questions are cut and dry, other ones take a little bit more analysis, okay? So I want you guys to read this question to yourselves, look at the answers, and tell me what you think the best three answers are. First, I want you guys to get used to gathering the information, this is what they're actually asking, okay? Because that's um, a lot of times and maybe what students have difficulty with is not really understanding what the question is actually asking. So let's try and figure that out, let's shut up for a couple of seconds, and then you see uh, what you think the question is actually asking. So what this question is actually asking is, what do you need to get on the internet? What are the three things that you need to successfully get on the internet? Okay, we know we need the default gateway. We know we need the router. We know we need the right subject master. That actually shows us what network we're actually on. And last but not least, we gotta have a DNS server. Okay, perfect. What are the ranges for private IP addresses? There's three ranges for private IP addresses. What are they? Three different ranges. Hopefully you guys came up with this right here. These are the three ranges that can be assigned and will be assigned to private networks. So when you're actually on your LAN, you're going to have an IP address inside this range. What address should be entered on a Windows client in order for communication to take place with a computer on another network? easy default gateway because the ip address of your router is the ip address of your default gateway and that's what's going to get that's what's going to get you on another network what table does a router use in order to determine where a packet should be forwarded the best hypothesis on this one is going to get you the right answer easy routing table good when viewing a routing table which of the following outputs would indicate a default route? Good. Perfect. Zero 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 slash zero. A route that is manually entered into a router is called a blank route. What is that called? When you manually do something, what is that called? Perfect. A static route. If it happened automatically, it would be called a dynamic route. When routing, when a routing, <laughs> which routing protocol? Is Cisco proprietary and known as a hybrid protocol. Is EIGRP? We just talked about that. Uh, when all our routers are aware of and have all the information from the other routers within the group, they all have achieved what? Perfect convergence. That is called convergence. When everybody, when all the other routers understand what's going on with all the other routers. Call convergence. What type of connection has a data transfer rate of 1.54 megabits per second? Which one? What kind of line? Easy, a T1 line, perfect. Which cellular technology increases data download rates up to 300 megabits per second using new digital signal processing techniques? So This is a new one that i am throwing in there. There won't be too many, you know, there won't be any mobile device questions, but I just wanted to throw this in here just in case. What do you guys think? Out uh, of those three, what do we think has the best? 300 megabits per second is pretty fast, so which one of those do we think can actually offer that? Easy. Long-term evolution, 4G, perfect, good. Which of the following is a connection-oriented protocol? connection-oriented Perfect UDP Right No TCP perfect um, The last question I just want to throw that in there because just like on the test it won't be a lot Maybe one two three questions that are on the test that may have not been covered or may have not been an objective so on and so forth. I just sometimes consider that as um, as a test, pretty much as a test to see Okay, will this question work for future exams for other exams? And just kind of use it, just kind of use it as a guinea pig. But those, whatever those weird questions are that are kind of like off the left field, they won't actually count for anything. Okay. Uh, select a protocol that has a connection list protocol that doesn't use acknowledgements. Easy. UDP. Too easy. Your company has just installed a packet sniffer on the network. The sniffer discovered that client A is sending TCP send packets to server B. What packet will server B return? Acknowledge, set acknowledge, or nothing at all. Perfect. Send act. Send acknowledge. And this is an example of one of the. Uh, whatever questions. Like I said, I am just want to show you this stuff just so it doesn't throw you off when you get inside the actual exam. Okay, so we get inside the exact actual exam. If it's completely off the left field, now nah, make sure that you study as well. Because if you don't study, everything will be from off the left field. To, oh, that must be what the way we're talking about. We can actually study, right? Um, I'm just going to show you that just so it doesn't give do off the group And another thing, um, the way that I'm setting it up, where it's a question about this, a question about that, that's the way it is on the exam as well. So there won't be 10 questions about mobile devices, 10 questions about comp computing, 10 questions about uh, protocols, 10 questions about this, 10 questions, it's gonna be all over the place, okay? So you have one question about uh, wireless routers and you have a question about uh, viruses and then you have a question about this and a question about that, all right? but you're gonna be cool, calm and collected so you'll be fine inside the box. Uh, which protocol belongs to the OSI transport layer and has the best effort delivery method? Don't think too hard about this. Easy. Now remember, UDP are tries best for it to get to wherever you send it to, but if it don't get there, it just says well. Okay. After configuring a firewall to prevent all UDP traffic, which item below will fail to function? Easy. Perfect. Avoid device. Easy. Easy. Which protocol is used to monitor network manage equipment? Which protocol? This is another thing about acronyms. Make sure you understand what acronyms are. A lot of times the acronym can actually give you the answer or at least steer you in the right direction. Okay. Perfect. It is D. Simple Network Management Protocol. What port does DNS use? What port? Easy. 53. Easy, easy, easy. A technician needs to secure web traffic for a new e-commerce website. Which of the following will secure traffic between a web browser and a website? Perfect, SSL, easy, 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 good. Which of these ports does DHCP use? Out of those ports right there, which one would DHCP use? Perfect, 67, easy. A technician needs to set aside addresses in a DHCP pool so that certain servers always receive the same address. Which of the following should be configured? What do we think? Easy. got to reserve that IP address, so you got to set up reservations. An administrator notices an unused cable behind a cabinet that is terminated with a DB9 connector. Which of the following protocols was most likely used on this cable? Easy. Those little ones only really make sense. RS232. Easy. A host has been assigned the address 169.254.0.1. This is an example of which of the following types of addresses? An IP address. So a private IP address that you get when a DHCP server is not working. You are designing a subnet mask. here comes to math for you? You're designing a subnet mask for the 172.19.0.0 network. You want 90 subnets with up to 300 hosts on each subnet. Which subnet mask should you use? What do we think? We got some time. I know this is when everybody sees this, their heart uh, skips a beat. We get the bubble guts. I'll give you some time. Try and work it out. So it's not asking for the signer, okay? Not asking for how many hosts, and asking for stuff that already has that. It's once another submit mass. An so your answer should start with 255, and then you fill in the rest. And hopefully, you came up with it's 255, that 205. A zero. Now, when we went all the way back to the 7th lecture, uh, we did some in the third octet. But the good news is, every question that you're going to come across on the actual test is going to be in the last octet. You just want to throw this in there just to get your brain working. So almost every question, and you're not going to get this many questions about 7th anyway, but just so if you do get one, I want to make sure that you feel comfortable because what may happen is, If the first question is a subnet question you want to answer, it's going to shoot your confidence. Your confidence is going to be shot for the rest of the test. So good news is if it's in the last octet, it's going to be too easy for you. Now, if you don't feel comfortable with subnet, go back to the subnet lecture, watch it again until you feel comfortable. Uh, And cable distribution, the location where the ISPS internet service provider communication lines connect our private network is known as the what? Easy. MDM. What type of cabling has a single conductor that runs through the center of the cable? Too easy. Coaxial. Good. What cable type is least likely to be affected by EMI? Least likely. Easy. Fiber. Great. What cable type is coated with a fire retardant coating so that it will not give off toxic gases when it burns? Plenum, easy, good, good, good. All right, so another question, that'll do a little bit of analysis, a little bit of thinking, and then you better figure out the right answer. And why does network technician for a local retail store is installing encrypted access points within the store for real-time inventory verification? As well as remote checking capabilities while employees are away from the registers. The store is in a fully occupied strip mall that has multiple neighbors allowing guests access to the wireless networks. There are a finite known number of approved handheld devices needed to access the store's wireless network. Which of the following is the best security method to implement on the access points? First, read that question again, digest it, understand what it's asking. So after reading the question again, what the question is asking is, or what it's saying is, we work at a strip mall. We're in this store, it's a store right here, and a store right here. We want to make sure that only the people that come in our store and that work in our store have access to the access points within our store. We don't want people over here or over here getting free Wi-Fi from us. How can we actually do that? Easy. Easy. Mac filtering. So just remember, I'm not going to be inside the test room with you whispering, hey, make sure that you understand this. So just make sure that when you're actually taking the exam that you just fully understand what it's asking and then go ahead and answer the question. What cable type can be used over the longest distances? Easy, fiber, yep. An administrator reassigns a laptop to a different user in the company. Upon delivering the laptop to the new user, the administrator documents the new location, the user of the device, and when the device was reassigned. Which of the following best describes these actions? Just talking about this last lecture, the lecture before. Easy. Asset management. Too easy. Great. Which of the following would be the result of a user physically unplugging a boy phone? Um, and connecting it to another interface was switch port security enabled as the default setting. Read through those answers, and then we're going get the answer. Easy. The void phone will cause the switch interface that the user plugged into to shut down. So if you have port security enabled, whatever port you plug into, if it's not authorized, if that device is not supposed to be in there, as soon as you plug it in, that port is gonna be shut down. During a check of the security control measures of the company network assets, a network administrator is explaining the difference between the security controls of the company. Which of the following would be identified as physical security controls? Select three. What do we think are some physical security controls? Perfect. So a man trap, right? Biometrics, right? And cipher locks. So all those are physical things. Those are physical things. Passwords aren't physical. Uh, RSA encryption, that's not physical. VLANs aren't physical. Three days is encryption as well. None of that stuff is physical, so it has to be that a network technician was tasked to respond to a compromised workstation. The technician documented the scene, took the machine offline, and left the PC under a cubicle overnight. Which of the following steps of incident handling has been incorrectly performed? Perfect. Chain of custody. Now, some of you might have been leaning towards evidence collection, but he actually collected that evidence. He just didn't do the right thing afterwards. Okay? A user called the help desk and states that he was working on a spreadsheet and was unable to print it. However, his colleagues are able to print their documents to the same shared printer, which is the following should be the first question the help desk asks. What do we think? If you go through those answers, you should come up with the right answer. Remember, he's the only guy that can print. Everybody else is having a, having a great time printing whatever they want to print. So, does a printer have toner? That doesn't matter because everybody else is printing. That can't be the answer. Are there any errors on the printer display? Maybe we can go with that one. Is the user able to access any network resources? Maybe we can go with that one. Is the printer powered on? Not that one because other people are printing. So out of B and C, what do we think the answer might be? Got to be C. And it can't be any errors because everybody else is printing. So he must have lost connection with the printer somehow. So maybe his cable came unplugged, he got wrong, the wrong IP address or something like that. A technician has verified that a recent loss of network connectivity to multiple workstations is due to a bad Cat5 cable in the server room wall. Which of the following tools can be used to locate its physical location with inside the wall? So we're looking for where the cable is actually bad at, inside of the wall. Easy. Toner probe. So the toner probe sends a toner down the line and actually tell you 100 feet down the line or 100 feet down the wall, there's a break in the actual cable. While troubleshooting a network outage, a technician finds a 100-meter fiber cable with a small service loop and suspects it might be the cause of the outage. Which of the following is most likely to you? Perfect. Being ready to succeed it. Like we talked about earlier, you got the little plastic pieces or pieces of glass inside there, and they're really fragile. So if you bend it too far, it's going to break. We made it. I'm proud of you. Give up the great work. And all of this stuff, follow me on. right? So this way, I can actually keep track of you, give you advice, Um, Also, I'm actually working with a few people that are actually helping my students that they get certified actually get out into the workforce, help you with resumes, help you with job interviewing skills, everything is trying to give you guys as much value as possible so you can be a productive IT professional. But if you want to email me, uh, email me at um, enroll at You can tweet me at masteritTX. You can follow me on Instagram at i.t underscore master. You can follow us on YouTube at Master IT. You can join a Facebook group at Master IT. And then the newest thing, the newest addition is the podcast. So the podcast is on Google Podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, Anchor. Everywhere there's a podcast. You can find us. I pretty much upload an episode a day depending on how busy I am. But as I said, you guys are so, 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 lucky to have me as an instructor. I'm so proud of you guys. Just go ahead and knock out the exam. Let me know how things are going. If you have any tips, if you get nervous, don't worry about it. You got this. So if you want to go in any other classes, hopefully I see you in my Security Plus class or my CSYN class. We're going to have Certified Ethical Hacker coming soon. It's a bunch of stuff. So, anyway, when we stop damn rambling so damn much, I'm super proud of you guys. I'll see you in class.